Hi, my name's Louise Gardner. I'm the founder and managing director of Pledge Consulting, and I'd like to welcome you to the final episode in this series dedicated to looking back at the PMO Leadership Symposium. I just wanted to do a short episode to close out the series and just to reflect a little bit at a high level on some of the learnings that we had from the event. We held a symposium back in August now, if you can believe that. Uh, and here in Australia, we were still very much in the throes of, of working from home. We had kind of overcome that first hump of, of lockdown and we were starting to feel like we were going to get back to normal at some stage. Of course, shortly after that, Victoria went into a quite a severe lockdown and we had a, a recent cluster, of course, here in Sydney just before Christmas. So the whole year, really, we've been not only just continuing with our own learning journeys and, and trying to create a new normal for us, but we've also, I think... Uh, been lucky in one way that we've been able to take all the experience we got from those uh, practitioners and the speakers that we had and we've been able to think on that and actually apply some of those learnings so you know if there's a silver line into this cloud I guess it's that we're all learning and sharing the knowledge as we go. Having re-listened to the speakers in the process of putting these podcasts together over the last couple of months now, there's really three main themes that have jumped out at me as, as far as high-level kind of learnings and reflection go. So I wanted to share those three learnings with you now. So the first one that comes across loud and clear, really, and as I say, in August, we, we were over the first shock, uh, but we weren't sure what was in store for us. Uh, and the first thing that jumped out at me when I come to look back is how much resilience everybody was exhibiting. So I think back, particularly uh, Will Thompson sticks in my mind. Uh, He's the head of Agile Transformation of Vic Uni. If you haven't heard his podcast, I recommend you go back and have a listen to that. Will talked passionately about how when COVID hit, you know, their Agile Transformation couldn't stop. They had to not only continue, but actually to, to thrive and to succeed. And he talked about some of the particular techniques they used. He talked a bit about how he kept that team cohesion alive. And my reflection on hearing his presentation is really how much they stepped up to the plate, how resilient they were, how they just overcame what uh, the challenges that, that were in their way. Not easy to do um, any agile piece of work really remotely. It, it, it It's not impossible, but of course it throws in some additional challenges. When we're talking about transformation, of course that can make it quite complex indeed. The other session that really highlighted the nature of people's resilience to me was, of course, the panel discussion uh, back in episode four. We, we revisited that and we heard from three participants who really had, you know, different experiences going on, different scenarios, uh, different levels of, of uh, remote working historically. So different levels of readiness to jump into that world. And that really reinforced to me how important it is to stay connected with the teams, actually, regardless of what you yourself are going through, staying connected with the team and, and building that resilience as a team. Uh, our, our panel members had all done that in, in various ways, and it really came came across as a, a really good takeout, actually. 
The next trait that I thought came over really loud and clear through the symposium was that of innovation. Almost all our panel members and our speakers and even the people who were asking questions were really demonstrating that they had to be innovative to survive. I think back to Sarah Fox back in episode one and she talked about how at City of Sydney Council they had implemented a new governance model. I think her, her presentation was called Governance the New Normal and they really need to do that to make sure that they could continue to make decisions in the new uh, world they found themselves in, but that those decisions, whilst being quick, must also be controlled and subject to governance. Very important for, for councils and, of course, you know most organisations, actually. I also think about uh, Neil Creasy. This one's really stuck with me, actually. Neil talked about an organisation that he'd been working with who had done a Teams rollout in you know just a, just a couple of weeks, I think, two or three weeks, when originally it had been scheduled to take several months. And they'd really innovated their approach to doing that to make sure it just had to happen. Uh, so there was a you know a lot of good things have, have happened through these slightly dark and depressing times. When I reflect on our own organisation on Pledge Consulting, we've also had to had to innovate to to stay relevant. Uh, we've brought all our training online not something that we'd really ever considered doing before. A lot of our training is very workshop-based and practical-based. And now that it is online and it works really well, I I wonder why we'd never done it before. And I think it's because online training, online most things actually, were previously seen as as second best, as a lesser experience. And I think now one of the things, certainly speaking personally, one of the things that I will get out of this whole thing is that online doesn't need to be second best. Yes, it's different. It may not be appropriate for everything, but there's certainly a place in the world, certainly in our business, to do things uh, online and in in person as a group. And I really am looking forward to, to being able to do more physically in-person things, but it no longer feels like the end of the world that we can't come together as a group because we can come together well enough using the tools that we, we have. The final element I wanted to talk about today was really just around new ways of working. So, one of the presentations that we had on the day, which didn't make it, unfortunately, into the podcast series, was our principal consultant, Peter Major's great presentation around work perspectives. Pete talked a lot about how COVID has changed the way we work. He talked about how you know humans re- weren't really evolved to sit in front of screens all day. Uh, and, and he shone a light through his presentation on some of the, the differences that are open to us now in terms of ways of working, which perhaps would have been unfathomable even, you know, 12 months ago. So I wanted to talk about just some of the positive things that most of us have gotten out of COVID because it's very easy to to sink into the, the negative. A lot of us have spent more time at home um, for good and bad, but we've had extra family time. You know, we've gotten to know our kids better. We've been there to do the homework. And for some of us, That was quite unusual before. We've also spent less time in the car or on the bus or the train or the tram, however you get to work. So, you know, that's in terms of productivity, we've actually had a couple of extra hours in our day to spend either working or or on aforementioned family time or on health and fitness, going for a walk, taking the dogs to the park. So even though we've only been able to do these things, some of us in a limited way, there are, they are things that we perhaps wouldn't have done before when we were sitting in an office environment, you know, all day, every day. 
The other positive that I, I've observed within my own team yeah, is just around collaboration. So there's, you know, quite often a thought that you're stuck at home by yourself and you're staring at the screen all day. And look, undoubtedly for some of us, that has been the case. We've done more of that than we would have done before. But what I've seen with my own team that's really made me happy and inspired me actually to, to, be get, to get a little bit better at it as well is just to, to reach out to people, to collaborate more. Actually, that's what's been going on when I think about it. It's not just contact for contact's sake. It's people ringing each other up and saying, hey, I'm working with such and such tomorrow. You did it last time. How did that go? And just taking that time to to reach out and, and make a call or have a Zoom call. Um, and, you know, this Zoom meeting after Zoom meeting, but the quality personal interactions haven't completely been forgotten either. Now, I know nothing quite beats being face to face in a room for water cooler chat and, you know, exchanging those stories around, in our case, you know, helping clients. Uh, But it's been nice that that hasn't fallen by the wayside. It's been good quality communications have continued, even when people don't see each other. And the other really nice thing is that when somebody new has started, people have made an extra effort to jump on a call or or a, or a, you know a Zoom session and just say hi. This is who I am. This is what I do. Um, just reach out if you need anything. So that's really um, heartened me actually, and was something that did concern me at, at the start of all of this back in March, I guess, of of, of last year. So. These have been my personal reflections and musings on on the PMO Leadership Symposium. It it was a great event. Uh, I personally learnt a lot and I'd like to thank all of those again who participated and and you for for listening. The feedback's been fantastic and, and, you know, it was a a really worthwhile event. So much so that we are going to do another online event, uh, probably end of March, early April, we're still locking it in. And this time we're going to focus on really providing some, some, I guess, practical value back to our community around project management capability and support for career pathways. So we're still working out exactly what that looks like. Uh, It's looking like it will be a virtual event again. I don't think we have yet got the appetite in Sydney for a face-to-face gathering. Uh, And certainly there's parts of Australia that wouldn't be able to join us if we were to do something face-to-face. So at this stage, we are going virtual. So please watch out on our socials for more information on that. Uh, as usual, you can see our events that are coming up on our, our website, www.pledgeconsulting.com.au. You can find us on Twitter at Pledge Consult, or you can check us out on Facebook or on LinkedIn. Thanks again for listening. Uh, stay safe. Thanks.